Say where the money reside, where the money reside. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> where we going? Where... Come on. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Doing fantastic. Come on, I love it. I can dig it. Well, we're back in the building to push the people. And to push ourselves. How about that? Hey, over. I need a boost. <laughs> Come on, over the hump day with positive conversations and good vibrations. We here. And I must admit, my friend, I couldn't wait to Wednesday groove with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I was really looking forward to it, man. Like, for real. So I'm like, we here. As they say, we are going to where the convo reside, where the convo reside. <laughs> hey. Come on for the remix. <laughs> yes. But how has your week been moving and grooving? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's been moving, but hey, it ain't been grooving. You dig? Come on, I can dig it. And listen, it it, it be like that. It be like you, that. You feel? You feel me? And 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 here's I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one thousand percent transparent. It, it's one of those feelings that it's like everything's good. But everything don't feel good. Oh, oh. it's like oh. it's like a it's like a heaviness. It's like a 
I believe the word the word in 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 writing and grammar and storytelling is called foreboding. Mm. You know. Listen, before you go any further, I, we, we got to hit pause for a damn minute because let, let do it. If you don't stay for around here. <laughs> listen, the way the way you just described that. That feeling, that vibe, that flow, mm-hmm. like I, I'm I'm so there with you. And this is well, because, like, go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I and I don't want to I don't want to lie to the people. I feel you. You feel me? Okay. Like because 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 I and I think I I'm this way. I won't I won't speak for you. I'm this way. I'm a person who I don't like casting my problems on mm. other people. So it's very hard for me to to open up about that kind of stuff. So normally, and and we talk about this right. Normally, when people ask. Hey, how you doing? I just give the generic. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well, it, which is true. Which is true because I'm not doing bad. You know, food in the fridge, health in my body. What do Come I on. have to complain about? So, the, w- w- what I am learning about life is not only will there be, but there has to be balance. Mm, mm. So when you Ooh. in your good when you in your good doing, you know, and you're out here doing good, hmm. it's also kind of sort of like I said, this foreboding or this apprehension to just brace yourself for the inevitable impact of not doing so good. Mm. It's like it's like the animals in nature. Like who tells the birds? Winter is coming. Come on. Who tell the chipmunks and the squirrels, hey, go store away your nuts now. Put them up now. <laughs> who who tell the who tell the bear eat eat a couple more fish so you get ready for this hibernation because mm-hmm. you know we about we, we about to go in lockdown. As you would say, a game. Yes. Cause twenty twenty one is starting to feel eerily similar to 2020. Mm. Mm. Well. But I know we going to where the money resides, so I ain't worried yeah, about that, it. Yeah, that's where the hell we going now. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's where we traveling to. That's what we packed up for. Facts. I, I just want to say, you know, we we keep it a buck anyway here on Wednesday Groove because we don't we don't know no other way you know what I'm saying because Wednesday Groove is a, an extension of the truth moment I mean that's just all that we drop here mm-hmm. uh, it, it's truth but you know I know that you are one who doesn't like to speak on where you're at and I don't want to say it's casting your problems I think sometimes what I'm learning about you as I'm getting to know you, mm-hmm. I, I've known you for a long time, but I'm getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's an uncomfortable place for you, and I even feel like sometimes, and I'll shoot you a text, 
in you the will. middle of the week and just say, you know, I'm just checking in, checking on you, how you feeling, how you doing. And I do feel, because I didn't read them text messages and said, uh-uh, my spirit says something different, but I'm going to go ahead and, you know what I'm saying? Well, you, 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 your spirit says something different for you to send the damn thing, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and listen, and you ain't never wrong. I, I I can't remember a time where I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm good. No, it's like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, it's not that I'm, it's not that I am guarding a secret or something. It's more so, really, I'm going to be honest with you, really is me going within the depths of myself to figure out what the hell is going on because you know if i have an answer i'll tell you because it's not like we haven't been to your point very truthful and transparent on our individual and our collective podcast like what you share on the truth moment is the truth as you see it what i share with, uh, with on in my mind everybody knows, knows chris is the truth as i see it because it's the experience that I'm going through and that honestly, this is what makes our podcast so powerful mm. because w- we are sharing a, a lived real life experience with people. Yeah. Good, bad, and the ugly. That's it. So what happens with me is I'm a person who I like to get in the mix and figure out what's going on before you speak on it. Before I speak on it, because because to to me, the nugget and the opportunity to learn, think about it. You learn nothing. You absolutely learn nothing from doing good or being good. Mm. Not saying that it's not good, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. awesome to be in a good place. And the only thing that I've learned that is a nest uh, uh, like a necessary feature or function when I'm in a good place, it's time to get rest. Cause most times people, when they're in a good place, they want to go do things. They go pack up their schedule. You want to go on a trip. You want to go to do all this. Mm-hmm. When I, when I, when I get in a good, you know what, figure out a way to go down, get some downtime, get some alone time. Yeah. You know, and 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 give yourself time to to reflect and also give yourself um an opportunity to heal up from the damage you, you just took on the war <laughs> that you just fought your way through. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and that and that's the beauty of life, right? Because it is about the ebb and flow, it is about the up and down. And and the key to life or the success to life, honestly, is always being able to adapt learn and repeat mm. because that's that's what gets us through right the, the the success of life is being able to have answers for your problems <laughs> and, and, and unless you are in the habit of repeating those problems oh lord mm. too hot and heavy for the first 10 minutes hey listen I'm used to it <laughs> I'm used to it, but I'm I'm just sitting here, goddamn, listening, processing. That's 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 what I'm doing. Um, and because, I mean, the, the way you 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 kicked us off, you know, just saying that you could be good and still not, you know, because, mm, I I've had moments recently, mm-hmm. right? Um. 
and I and I know I, I recognize what my deal is, what my issue is. Um, it's it's the spiritual. Like I, I'm 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 seeking, and I'm needing more. Um, in the connections and the relationships that I'm connected to. Um, mm-hmm. and so. I don't even know where 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 I'm trying to go here, but uh, I, I will say this: I feel you in that in that statement because I think sometimes what happens is things that people see, right, and th- even things that people know. Oh, she good, he good. They got mm-hmm. to, they got to be. But for me, my good is not just you know surface it's that's once upon a time you know but that's not what makes me good just based off of what somebody sees or what somebody assumes that things that she should be good because of a b and c well no because you have a again you 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 live a more holistic life See, what we got to look at is our lives are, are just like the rooms in a house. It's a lot of people you go to their house and the front room may be clean and the living room may be clean and the kitchen may be clean and that downstairs bathroom may be clean. But you go upstairs in them rooms hmm. and you go in them closets. Come on. You know, and you go in that master bed, that master bedroom bathroom. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Still got them tire marks in the toilet and all this stuff. All this stuff. Come on. All this is going on. You feel me? So you coming in as a visitor, you sitting in the living room or the dining room or the or the or the front room, and you're not going throughout the house. You don't know what kind of hell going on in that house. And 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 which, you know, at the, at the, again, I'm saying it's about balance because you don't want to dig too deep. You don't want to go from care concern to being nosy mm-hmm. and being intrusive. So, yeah, you have to walk that fine line on checking up on your friends, as they say, check up on your strong friends. Especially them. Right. Because those are the ones who really know the one, the ones who are most intuitive and who really know, OK, that this thing goes several levels deep. It's not just like you said, surface level. Mm-hmm. It's not just that that first layer, but it's that second, third, fourth, and fifth layer to the sixth dimension. Mm-hmm. Going beyond the epidermis and 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 to the 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 fatty tissue and to the bone, down to the soul of what's really yeah. going on. So when you're living life, you know, in those different dimensions, of course, you're going to look at it. And, and say, okay, they look okay or they sound okay, but I don't know. The vibe yeah. wasn't the vibe wasn't really, you know, hitting or the frequency wasn't on par or and, and, and again that's what I'm saying. It's okay to not be okay. It is. Yeah, it's it okay is. to and not then, be okay. Yeah, and we have to be we have to be okay with that. But I think when you un- when you can understand for yourself why you're not okay. That's the power of being aware of self. When you can get to the root cause of why you're in a space of not being okay, that's powerful. 
That's powerful, and, man. And, and usually, and, I'm, and again, I'm gonna be one thousand percent. Like, so usually when you send the text, I'm in that moment of discovery or trying to figure out why I'm not okay, or it's just too much to put in text. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to to your same point, like I absolutely love and appreciate the moments when we get to connect because we get to have a general, real friendship based conversation. Yeah, and then we share that with the world. Come on. So it's not, and we do it so eloquently and beautifully to where this has become an art form. Mm. Because a lot of people aren't able to do this, right? To to be able to to have a conversation. Mm. Like think about it in in the synopsis of what we do on WG, Wednesday Groove, what we're doing, we're having an encapsulated conversation that has pressure there. Yeah, yeah, it's your boy, C. Will Holler, a.k.a. the Podfather, a.k.a. the Professional Conversationalist, a.k.a. the most thought-provoking man in podcasting. And I'm sorry that we dropped in the middle of that dynamic conversation that I was having with my illustrious co-host, Miss Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth, the co-owner of Wednesday Groove and the owner of the Truth Moment podcast. So we glad that you stuck around to hear these beautiful jewels that we're going to drop on this version of Wednesday Groove because we're here to push you over your hump day with positive conversations and what? Good vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, they better put us in the booth now. Mm-hmm. Hit her with that Anita Baker. Ba, da, ba, da, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Come on now. Hey. Yes, yes. So we're back and we kicked this thing off. I mean, it, it was heavy, but it wasn't heavy. But I tell you what, it, it was. It was real. That's okay. What it was. Okay. That's, that's, that's what it was. And, and somebody. Somewhere felt us on that. I'm sure they did. Come on. One thing we, we do up in here, we talk to real life. Facts. Okay. But um, welcome back, Groovy Ones. And listen, if y'all press play on the last Wednesday Groove, we want to say thank you. We appreciate you. If you shared it with anybody, thank you. We appreciate you. Sharing is caring. It sure is. It sure is. Um, but I wanted to say this and then we can we can skate on, slide on. Sure. Um, slide through. Uh slide by. Come on. <laughs> All that though. <laughs> but I wanted to say that, you know, I appreciate your honesty and saying, you know, the times that I have reached out, you know, where you were in those moments. But mm-hmm. I want you to know that I I felt you. I felt you. I felt you prior to me sending the text. 
and after the text. But you know, we, the both of us are in new spaces of life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can remember the times that we've had the offline conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And those are times that we also were very transparent with one another. And those are times that we were really getting to know Mika and Chris. Mm-hmm. And we don't have those moments like we used to, you know? And so I think that initial connection, which was, damn, that was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And me, me just being me, you know, um, I pick, I pick up on you a lot more than you think I do, but I know that you are, you're Chris and, and you're, you know, a little bit more on the private side. So when I check in, I just, I, I you know, you respond, I leave it right there. I don't, I don't pick it back up and touch it. Just, just leave it. Well, private. Yes. But I, it's like anything else in life. I have circles. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, you have your outer circles and you have your middle circle and then you have your inner circle and you're a part of my inner circle. So I, I, and I and I don't mean this in any other kind of way than how I'm saying it. Like with you, there's a frequency to our conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, because we talk every other Tuesday night. So some of the stuff is like, I'll have something to share. And this is what I was getting to before we got cut off and and where I was going with this in terms of to talk about how in tune our frequency is. Right. So because we have such um, a kindred spirit, when, when we approach um, the conversations that we're having, this is what I'm saying about how it's art, because we're having a conversation between us but we can share that with the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now you got to understand people get paid millions of dollars to do this come on you see what i'm saying because i've had podcast situations with other people and you would think that they think that there's a camera somewhere recording this and they sitting in front, <laughs> in front of a live studio audience and it's like come on like i it's like almost pulling teeth and it's like, just just talk, just just be yourself. And, and what I'm starting to understand is a lot of people don't fully understand what that means because they haven't discovered themselves. Mm. So when it comes to what I'm saying about you, I treat you the same way that I would treat my cousin, uh, Al or Robert or Blanchard. It, it's in that moment, like, I know I'm going to see you. So let me hold this in, in like kind of reserve. And then I'll save that for that moment that we get to share this conversation that also, to your point about why we do what we do, to help somebody else come along through this thing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. You ever been on a road trip with somebody and you could spend that first half just talking? Mm-hmm, yeah. And then you hit a point in the trip where, you know, you just let the music ride. <laughs> yeah but you still enjoying the journey you still enjoying the trip and that's how I feel it's like I, I don't it's not that I'm because yeah I am a private person in the sense that I don't put my quote unquote business out there mm-hmm. but I'm very transparent yeah so that, so that's what I'm saying and definitely 
most times I'm not really necessarily in a place to talk, but no, definitely. And, and I mean, we're the same way because I, you, you'll reach out when you need to talk to me specifically. And that's the, that's the beautiful thing about this particular relationship because I'd never question that I have somebody in my corner and somebody got my back. So when I know when we talk and converse, it's always genuine. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I said, right down. And so few people, and I'm going to say it like this because I really mean it. <laughs> so few people don't experience that because so few people really are truly genuine. There's not a lot. There's not many of us left in the world anymore mm. where this thing isn't self-aggrandizing and I want to promote and, and do this. And we've allowed social media. I'm not going to blame social media, but we've allowed this tool to do a big number on us. Mm-hmm. We've Spe- given it permission. Specifically black people. Specifically the so-called black man and woman in America. Because you have to understand, and this is how deep my thoughts go with this stuff, right? We don't exist anywhere in the world. We are as American as it gets. You understand what I'm saying? Because you go to Germany and you see Germans. Mm. You go to Russia, you see Russians. You go to Australia, you see Australians. You go to China and you see the Chinese. You go to India and you see the Indians. You go to Africa and you see the Africans. Whatever country they may be from, whatever tribe they may be from, whatever ethnicity they may may be from, but you come here and you see us. Now, we are born here and we go across the world, mm-hmm. but we are made here. We are not mm-hmm. made anywhere else on this planet, but here. Now, mm-hmm. people would want to trace their roots from other places, but we are the true indigenous people of this particular land, although we may have descendants from other places. Mm-hmm. And they did a number on us when we allowed them to call us African-Americans. See, you got to be mm-hmm. careful. You got to be careful of these adjectives. You got to be careful. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's kind of sort of like a backhanded compliment almost. Right. Like, oh, she a, <laughs> she a strong black woman. Well, sometimes she may not want to be strong. Yes. <laughs> so, sometimes she may be want someone to pick her up. And carry her load and help her out. Come on. And be a shoulder for her to cry on and lean on. Mm. Sometimes maybe she wants to be a loved black woman. You feel me? That I do. Ushers, hey, you already know what time it is. Mm hmm. And that and, and that's why I'm saying about the, the the consistency of the frequency that we have and being able to check in with one another while having a very genuine and productive conversation mm-hmm. at the same time. So and, and, and why I'm saying what I'm saying is because I'm seeing a lot of things going on. And I know we're going to get into the gratitude moment and the rundown and stuff like that. But I, I'll leave my section about this right here and then we can pick up the other stuff when we get moving on okay why i say what i say about 
black people and the so-called African-American in this country. We have to be very, very, very careful in these next few months, in these next few upcoming years. Because the board is shifting, but the game is still the same. Mm-hmm. The board is shifting. I'm talking right. And the reason why I'm saying about the the <laughs> this tool, right, social media, because we out here Boy, we out here selling all our family secrets. Mm. <laughs> we out here, we out here making a joke out of every facet of black life. Mm. It is entertaining. Some of it may be funny, but mark my words, we are going to pay for that. Mm. Kind of sort of like the class clown. And I'm tired of being connected to the class clowns. Come on. Because, yeah, during the regular school schedule, during the regular school day, cool. Yeah, you got a couple laughs. Everybody know. Yeah, that's the funny guy. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 yuck, yuck. And then when it's time to take that test, you're back there looking crazy. <laughs> Come on, for real. Because mm. while you was in the being the class clown, the jester, the fool, making everybody laugh, you weren't studying. You missed out. You weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And guess what? While you're not studying and you're not paying attention, you can't make the grade. Hey. And that's what I'm saying about us where we at. Stop falling for the okie doke, my people. Mm-hmm. Whatever you call yourself, but you're my people. Stop falling for the okie doke. It's time to get serious. As the good book say, it's time to be about your father's business. Mm. You don't see anybody else out here selling their soul on social media for a damn like or laugh. Hmm. <laughs> You're talking right, though. Now, I, like I said, I get it entertainment i get it but when i see some of these things honestly to me i'm like that looks like a desperate cry for attention i think i think it goes much deeper than that 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 like or that laugh or that commentary i mean i think you got to think like we got vlad tv we got world star you know i was in here watching uh the real housewives of, of the potomac and i'm like why are we putting ourselves in these positions and then we want to know why people don't respect us. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And we don't we don't think about these things, you know. You know, we, really and, and, and we don't think about them until it's time to think about them. Yeah. When when it's time to get serious and then now now guess what? Now you got to go on march. See, I I grew up with some real OGs. I remember and this is a true story. I remember a dude and I had to be, I was young. I, I, I couldn't have been any older than 12. So I'm, I might have been like seven, eight or nine. And one of my uncles got shot. Mm. And this happened in my neighborhood. And my grandfather jumped in his Cadillac, grabbed, no, let me back up, grabbed his shotgun and his pistol, jumped in his Cadillac, 
chased this dude down and it just so happened that the police caught the dude and cut him off and had him out the car and I, the police looked at my grandfather and, I, and he said Mr. Bradshaw please put the gun down we got it my grandfather mm-hmm. looked at the officer and said you better get him now before I kill him in front of y'all mm. we don't have black people like that anymore <laughs> no we don't and, and times are different too but um, but you know what I'm saying because my grandfather had credit. Yeah, he had a reputation. So the, the even the officers knew who he was, and they knew he wasn't a, nobody to play with. So they was like, please, you know, they wasn't doing what these guys out here doing. How, and his respect wasn't attached to you know him in the street hustling. Nothing, absolutely not, because he was a church man. Yeah. So he was truly respected. Yeah. Yeah. And that dude was happy that he went with the officers because he knew he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he, he wasn't. No, no he, 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 Deke is what they used to call him. No, nah, he ain't want no parts of Deke. Mm-mm. <laughs> Come on. He want it. He want them problems. Oh, that dude carried a long stick. <laughs> like Rick Ross says, politics when it comes to sticks. And and, and that's all I'm saying about, you know, why we need to be mindful of of what we're putting out here in the atmosphere, because my point is this. Pretty soon, because for the longest time forever, we've been white, black, and then everybody else. And now it's white, black, and Hispanics and everybody else. Soon the Hispanics are going to be the number two. Mm-hmm. And, black, and black people are going to be the number three. And you got to look at it this way. Hispanics or Spanish? Again, about the descendants. Folks who are not from here, they come here and they make their money and they send their money back home. Yeah. Because their families can go back home. They can go back to Mexico. They can, mm-hmm. they can go back to Colombia. They can go back to Spain. They can go back to Argentina. That's true. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have that luxury. So when you're making money here in the States and then you can go down to Mexico, so the money that you're making here is three, four, five times the, the, when you go back there. So you can make a dollar here. So the dollar that you made here, you go back there, it's four or five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when this thing, because I'm gonna tell you, this is what this this is what this government and this this country is headed towards. It's it's a flattening of the curve where these identity politics ain't that because you, you can't survive with that because then we'll be too segmented. So now you got to look that that race is gonna not be a thing in a sense not not to say that it's not gonna be a thing, but it's not gonna be a determining factor in a, in a minute. It's not. Your sexual orientation is not going to be a determining factor in a minute. Why? Because it's going to be a simple it's going to be a simple delineation of the haves and the have nots. Mm. And if you think I'm playing, look at what's going on. Why you think all them white people stormed that capital? <laughs> because they're getting a taste of what it was and what it feels like to be black in this country, what it feels like to be a second class citizen in this country they just now getting a taste of that so if you go back and look at the Martin Luther King 
marches later in his life. He went from civil rights to what? Economic rights. Because he said, hey, you know, I get it that, you know, I've been on this moral thing and we want equality and all of that. that, that. But what about the equity? What, ab- mm. what, what about the financial and the economic power? Because that's the true leverage in this country. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So now that, you know, because that's why them white people, because if you got to look at, I, I, I saw a, um, a graph today that talked about quote unquote the uneducated whites. See, back in the day, we was able to make money off our hands because black people had their own businesses. Mm-hmm. That's true. But when they started shipping all those industries out the country, and then you also got to look at technology and automation. Which was which what people not talking about, but that's taking over folks' jobs too. It sure is. <laughs> a lot of a lot of jobs that people have today they will not have here shortly. Exactly. And then you got to look at globalization and all of these other things. So now what we're faced with, because nobody nobody knew COVID was coming. But what COVID did was exacerbate these things. So now you have entitled entire industries in this country that's being shut down. Because they can't make no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now you got people out here, you know, doing Uber and, and, and Amazon pickups. And, and that, that's what I'm saying. We're going to be relegated to second class citizens just stuck doing manual labor. Mm. If we're not careful. So as my like I always say, as my cousin loves to say, why are you out here making a living? Don't forget to live. Don't don't like pay attention. Right. Pay attention to what's going on. Put a put be be like the diligent squirrel. Put some of those acorns up for the winter. <laughs> Everybody waiting on these six hundred dollar checks and, and hopefully these two thousand dollar checks and all these income tax returns and claiming all the churn and all this all these damn <laughs> schemes that we have. <laughs> Come on, cause you know we got them. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we listen. Chop <laughs> chop chop full of schemes, but no wins. But again, I didn't mean to make the mood song, but I just want to put that message out there. No, you're cool. As we're moving into, you know, this new year and we got this new presidential uh I don't know what you call what what do you what how do I want to say it? Uh the, the inauguration is tomorrow, but um what do they call it? Uh the his reign. I guess that's too that's too royal, but uh <laughs> No, I his, his his presidency. <laughs> so this, yeah. this new pre, pre, this new president is getting ready to preside over America, and and a lot of people are quote unquote hoping for change. But again, like I haven't heard anything specific to help us out. Hmm. So we need to start getting back to helping ourselves. I agree. I'm off my soapbox. No, but you said some real shit though, and. You know, like we said, we we discuss real life. Mm-hmm. And these are things that are happening. You know, these are things that are going on. They're, and they're uh, conversation worthy. Really are. Um... <laughs> let me get your let me get your take. Um, on the Capitol riots. To be honest, Chris. I didn't even I, I didn't even watch not one video 
Mm. I didn't, I didn't, I did not get, it was, and I know like even my mom, she had asked me, she texted me one day, she asked me something about it. And I said, well, mom, I really hadn't seen too much about it. Or she, no, something she said, Trump said mm-hmm. that bothered her. And I said, well, what did he say? I, I don't know what he said. And she said, well, you don't know what's going on. I said, yeah, I know what's going on, but I, I really did not get so wrapped up in it. Well, well see your mom. And I think you, it was my spirit. It was just my spirit because it, it just gets so overwhelming and heavy. And I really don't have a take on it, to be honest, Chris. Well, your mom and I share a birthday. Yeah, y'all do. So <laughs> I know where she was going with that. Because she's a Virgo. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that we pay attention to because we see the move that's being made. Yeah. And you got to understand that when we're picking up what people putting down, the one thing that Virgos pay a very acute and keen attention to are the words that are being said. Mm. Like we pay attention to that. I didn't know that about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really didn't. You, yes. My mama, nah, I really hadn't, I hadn't picked that up about her. Not even in our newly. Why you think she texted you and asked you about what Trump said? And I'm trying to, I think, I don't remember. I might have texted her and asked her how her day was. Mm-hmm. And she said, not good. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, yeah, I text her first and um, to check on her. And then that's when she went into saying not good. And that's when she brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I had seen things, you know, just scrolling on Facebook, but I honestly hadn't had many conversations with anybody about it. Not even here in the household. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, we, we just, I didn't get wrapped up into that and some people may say well what the hell you mean like because and I think what happens is and especially on social media it's like everybody has to have an opinion or has to have something to say about everything and if you don't then that's a problem well I, I, I do I don't want, yes, I I absolutely, I absolutely understand what you're saying. Here's where I caution against that. Mm -hmm. True, because that's social media. So you got to look at it this way. Like that's engineered. I'm telling you, because I work in the, I work in that industry. That's engineered. So you got to be, you got to kind of not pay attention to that. And I don't necessarily respond to what what is going on on social media just because i understand how those algorithms work because yeah the three the three major things that you have to pay attention to with social media and always had this top of mind i always had this top of mind before i jump on facebook or instagram my timeline is curated most people don't think about that mm-hmm. so your timeline is curated because you got to look it's going to only be it's only going to show you the majority of the people that you know the majority of other people that you frequently interact with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So if you, and this is how these echo chambers are built because on my timeline, I get stuff from you. I get stuff from Whitney. I get stuff from Equiette. I get stuff from Blanchard. I get stuff from, you know, the majority of my friends who are, you know, pretty positive people. 
So I really don't get a lot of negativity on my timeline per se. Now I will get, you know, a, a, a tasteless meme here or there. And what's mm-hmm. what's very funny is what how how my timeline on Facebook is totally different from how my timeline is on IG. Fa- oh, yeah. Right, because Facebook, I have more. I'm connected to more people because um, I pe- pretty much keep IG to like people who I specifically know. I don't have a lot of random people, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't accept a lot of people on on IG. Uh, on on Facebook, it's like because now my mom on Facebook <laughs> and my and my <laughs> and my aunts are on Facebook, so it's like you know, I got all these different things going on over there but again like i said i apply the same logic in terms of just make sure making sure that i understand that this is something that this system wants me to see so again with all the political rhetoric and stuff like that that's going on i don't get worked up by that per se but i will say this to to you that it is definitely to your benefit that you are aware and informed as much as you can be but and, and and you have to figure that out and work that out. But you know, like to your point, you also understand your boundaries, and you're like, well, hey, if this ain't really jiving with with my spirit right now, then you know, I'm not gonna pay attention to it. Yeah, and I had to, and I'm learning even with my mom, you know, because even though we're in a newly space and and we're re, we are rebuilding, mm-hmm. um, I'm learning to give her what I know she can handle. I don't I don't want to say handle, but I don't I don't give her a whole lot. Or try to break down certain things or um go into, you know, my spirit talking. I don't I don't Well see again and that's that's exactly my point. See what you're doing is the same thing that these algorithms on these social media platforms do. You're saying, okay, this is mom I know she's not going to a interact or respond or comment because that's all it is. Here's the thing. These companies know. People think that these people are fighting for your money. But money is not the number one currency anymore, Mika. You know what the number one currency is? What's that? Your attention. (laughs) Listen. Your time, and they mm-hmm. and they understand that. So, how much time can we get out of Mika's day while she's on IG or Facebook or whatever other platform, you know, Twitter and all this other stuff? So they're like, okay, well, let me let me constantly feed her. Yes, more of what she's going to engage and interact with. I'm gonna keep that up. I'm gonna show her more of this. I'm gonna show her more of that. And then they keep her locked in. Exactly. 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 I had I had that conversation not too long ago with someone because the same exact thing. I, I'm, I'm I'm saying you get locked in and stuck on your phone because they're constantly putting things that they know that you they're gonna constantly keep that in your face. Mm-hmm. It's going to constantly pop up. What was that? Um, God, I, I, we mentioned it a few episodes ago, and I said Lexi recommended for me to watch it. Social Dilemma. Yeah, yeah. That when I watched, and I still hadn't finished it. Uh, but from what I saw, it was just like, damn. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when the, the, the girl got a phone taken, 
No, the young man got his phone taken. Mm-hmm. And then he heard them notifications going off because they said, hey, wait, we ain't seen him on his phone in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, so even down to the notifications. Um, and that's why for me, I have to, when I'm meditating in the morning or I'm spending that QT with me before I check in on anybody's social media, before I check in anywhere, I check in with me. So I have to cut my phone on do not disturb so that I am not disturbed by no notifications coming from nowhere because that's my time. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to get caught up in a, even a notification. Well, what I've do, what I've done, and I've done this since I've had a smartphone, honestly. I've, I never have my ringer on. Mm. I don't have my ringer on. And on any platform that I have, I don't have any of my, my social media platforms or anything for that matter pushing notifications. So I don't get alerted on anything until I go in the app. Okay. Now it doesn't stop me from going in the app, but what it did is it is like a Pavlovian response. I don't have, and I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Pavlov's dog where they, I, I never have. Okay. So what that was, is that was a, 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 a scientific experiment that they were trying to figure out like how dogs knew when it was dinner time and the dogs just like us are hardwired for cues Mm. right so anytime the dog they would they would bring the dog food out what would they do they would ring a dinner bell and present the food and the dog would come so it gets to the point where all they had to do was ring the ring the dinner bell and the dog would begin to salivate Mm. right the dog didn't see the food. The dog didn't smell the food. It just was responding to what they call a Pavlovian response, which is the they, the dog heard the bell and he associated the bell with dinner time. Mm, time to eat. It time to eat. So that's the same thing, right? Like that's the it it it, it and and the the crazy part that they won't tell you about is this is connected to the same part of the brain that is hardwired for addiction. Because it's connected to your pleasure center. (laughs) Right? So people, unbeknownst to them, are addicted to social media. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because they are addicted to that little hit of dopamine that they get if somebody liked their post, a laugh at their joke, or, you know, respond to this post. And and, and my point is, it doesn't have to be positive. Positive. Some right. some people out here create, carrying themselves kind of sort of like the wrestling characters, like shock jocks. Like, I want people to get pissed off because I want that interaction. Mm. Like, I'm feeding off of that. Just like some people feed off of positive affirmation. Some people fo- uh, feed off of negative, negative yeah, affirmation. Do. That negative response. That negative mm-hmm. behavior. Because they're getting what they want. Attention. You know... Because look at what happened with Trump. Look at what happened with Trump, right? They 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 kicked him off of this dude. This dude, like, this, let me tell you how dangerous this is. This dude is the president of the United States and almost had a fucking categorical meltdown because he got kicked off of Twitter. 
I'm like, they should have did that four years ago, and maybe we wouldn't be in the situations that we're in today. Mm-hmm. Come on, for real. <laughs> mm. But that's what I'm saying. If you see over time and over time, this is what I was saying about our people and these responses and selling all your family secrets. And I and that, and, that, and I did say that on purpose. This is why I didn't say telling all your family secrets. I said selling all your family secrets because that's what you're doing and my point is this dude is the leader of the free world and he is addicted to twitter (laughs) so you got all these people out here president included just putting all this stuff out here and that's why you see over time this stuff has gotten more and more egregious yeah Like you gonna be seeing, you know, butt naked nudie pictures on these things for in, in not too long. I mean, cause they it's already, as they yeah. like to say, scantily clad. <laughs> for real, everything is everything is hypersexualized and oversexualized, like the bust it down challenge and all this stuff. And I had that on on my on my rundown list too. Well, um, well, well, let's get into it. We can do the gratitude moment and all that stuff later. <laughs> but. With the gratitude, I, I did because it's so aligned with, and actually, I wrote it down on my notes even before we got into mm-hmm. our conversation tonight. Um, so my gratitude moment, I, I just want to go ahead. Go and, ahead, and, go ahead. Throw it on out there, but sure, I am, and don't rush it either. All right, yes, sir. I'm gonna take my time. Amen. Um, I'm grateful for consistent creative partnerships Um, I'm grateful for the people who I have connected with on different creative projects Mm -hmm. Um, and I thank you all the time because even like I've said numerous times even with all of the transitioning and even though as we stated earlier we don't talk as often as we used to but it's still we're we're always on schedule Mm mm-hmm we're always on schedule. So I have always thanked you for your, your dedication and your commitment um, to Wednesday Groove, you know, but I'm, I'm just grateful that because there are some things and I've learned along, along the way on my creative journey that there are some things that I can't do by myself. Correct. Yet, certain things, yeah, I can, but the energy and the dynamics, you know, the, the, the creative projects that I am connected to with others is for a reason and I take these things seriously and because I'm in a space of not stopping what I've started mm-hmm. it, it's it's super serious for me it really it really truly is and so um, I'm just I'm grateful for the consistent creative partnerships and relationships that I have because they mean a lot to me. Well, let me say this. You get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you come with dedication and consistency, you should expect nothing less in return. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we appreciate you and we appreciate you for the motiv- motivation and the consistency and the dedication that you showed us as well. Because, like I told you, you know, uh, Wednesday Groove is a great checks and balance for me. 
right? Because this keeps me honest in, in the terms of in the seriousness, which is going to be my gratitude moment. Because mm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for a shrewd mind. Yeah. I'm grateful for a mind that allows me to be serious when I need to be. Mm-hmm. Because you can't be dedicated or consistent if you're not serious about some things. That's true. And that seriousness leads to clarity. Mm. Right? And, 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 and that allows you to stand up for yourself when people are out here trying to take advantage of your generosity. Mm. You got to have a clarity and a discernment about this stuff. Yeah, you do. Because people, and, and that's the thing about being a giving person, being a generous person. There are predators out here looking to take advantage of these opportunities, looking to take advantage of a situation or a circumstance that you set up for yourself or you set up for you and your loved ones to benefit from. And there are predators out here in these waters looking to take advantage of that person. Mm. So I'm, I'm grateful for the seriousness and the brevity and the gravity of, of how I approach these things, because at the end of the day, like I'm able to do what I do because I want to always have a clear mind and body when I approach these opportunities and these platforms. So, yes, that definitely goes back and ties to what you just said about being consistent and dedicated, because I'm serious about this thing. I'm serious about my art. Come on. Come on. I Cedric said, I'm serious about mine. I'm so sincere. (laughs) Come on. Or as uh, Erica say, I'm an artist. I'm serious about my shit. She say serious or sensitive. Both. Both (laughs) of I'm sensitive about my shit. Come on. Well, you're sensitive because you're serious. Because you know it it means something. Yeah. You're not serious about things that don't mean anything. And then when you can can step into something and then you not only look at it for the right now, when you can see the potential of it, the growth of it. (laughs) Okay, so. Well, that, 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 and I know we're moving on. That <laughs> that is the beauty of being a creative because not everyone can see the big picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See the the creator is like a mother. This is mm-hmm. why women should hold specific positions in society because y'all have the portal, the birth mm-hmm. canal mm-hmm. that brings the things that are not into fruition. Now, I'm not diminishing the role of the man, specifically not, because I never do that. Like, Because I understand mm-hmm. that there's a balance. And unfortunately, there are women who don't understand that there are balance. And there are men who don't understand the balance. And it's not about dominating. I heard someone say, um, for the person who doesn't care, the person who doesn't care, or, who, or the person who cares the least in the relationship has the control. And I'm thinking to myself, what relationships you in? <laughs> Come on. Because I can tell you if a person tell me they don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck either. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> be, 
try to beat me not giving a fuck. See how far that gets you. <laughs> so I'm like in my head, like no, that, that sounds like some codependent stuff. Now I'm not saying it doesn't happen. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I am saying, like, <laughs> once somebody show me that they don't that give is. a fuck, that is. I believe them. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something else I do. I believe them and leave them. <laughs> okay. Hey, hmm? we forgot to, to, to uh, ask one another, inquire what we were sipping on. I'm on this Martinellis. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm just on water. Okay. Just on water. So so we keeping it very we keeping it G rated tonight. Come on. Yes, man. Okay, so uh oh remember what I sent you the other day? Where the about, money reside. Well that too, but the describing yourself in oh. three <laughs> Yes. And three musicians. Man, when I saw that, I thought of you instantly. I said, man, this this would be dope to add into our conversation on Wednesday Groove. So I'm gonna ask you first. Can you can you guess my three? I actually got four. I, mm, threw, in a, I threw in a bonus soul. Jesus. No, I I'm not gonna be able to get get guess yours because you because you because you you're i'm gonna say this and i and this is a total compliment you're a much bigger and better music lover than i am uh-uh. you are you are no. Not, 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 no hold on listen to me listen to me because i'm i'm a period piece person like i i like periods of music and i really don't <laughs> delve into new things so with you you are always on a journey of discovery um, I, I think I can maybe break down the genres of these artists. I know you're going to have a neo-soul artist on that list. I know you're going to have an R&B, maybe a classical R&B person on there. And probably a rapper. Mm. You think you know, man? I mean, because I could see Jill Scott. I could see Erica Badu. But I could also see uh, India Ari. I can also possibly see um, see, the rapper is gonna be. That's gonna be tough. Cause I could, I could see her on on there. I could see. I mean, although she's fairly new, um, I could see Scissor on. I, I could, yeah. I mean, I could see like, <laughs> I could see any of these people being those three. I, I definitely know one of them has to be Indy Irie because I know that's your girl. And you know what? When you mentioned her, I say, "Well, goddamn," because she's not. Mm. See, but but you could see how she need yeah she needs to be so okay now believe it or not I don't have a rapper I mean because when you when you say three the, the it's only like, it is tough it's tough right and, and keep in mind that you got to understand where I'm coming from we're forty yeah so we grew up with some real music mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, not this popcorn shit they got today. Come on, <laughs> come on. Although there are some good artists out there, because um, the the one rapper that I, I that popped up in my head was the young man that you like who won the uh, the uh, show. Oh, on... um, um, because he is. Get, I've since you 
exposed him to me, he, I'm seeing him get traction out in the world. Yeah, he has. What is his name? My mind and gone blank. I know I keep, I'm not D, D something. I can't remember. <laughs> D smoke. D smoke. There it is. I was about yeah, to say. I was about to say D block. <laughs> D smoke. He's he doing some big things now. He really is. Sure. Um. Wow, Chris, you didn't lay something. We might need to remix this thing here. Well, just tell me who you got, and then we'll we can we can circle okay. back. Okay. So my three, well my four, because I, I did add a fourth one. So I got Shaka, Shaka Khan. Okay. For her, I, uh, I can see that her freeness and her funkiness and her grooviness and just her energy of really being who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica Badu. So I got that one right. You got that one right. I got Solange and also Lauren Hill. I can see and understand all four. <laughs> Lauren Hill would be the slash rapper, although she's a performer, she can sing and rap. So yes. Yeah. I oh, you know, myself... Erica Badu got a little flow to it too. Now you know oh, she done. Come on now. She done got on the mic and spit spit a few bars. Come on. Is she bad now? She is. But I see myself in all four of those women. And it's just I'm I'm realizing they're all women. Um, so is so is it fair to say that you are every woman? <laughs> you better stop it now. <laughs> see see what I did there. See what I did. <laughs> Come on. Yes, ma'am. Yes, but I I got to writing them out, and I'm like, man, I just can't stop at three. And Lauren, she just she popped up, and it it just felt so appropriate, just so right. Um. I was on her album a couple of months ago, like heavy, and I just heard it so differently. Um, so the so the consistent theme that I get from all four of those women: soul, sensuality, mm-hmm. righteousness, mm-hmm. and presence. Oh, because they all have a presence. Like you, <laughs> like they just have a pre- and and they have these. Ooh big beautiful manes like all the hair like I, when, when I always think about Shaka in, in those jumpsuits and mm. and that afro <laughs> and that big voice I'm gonna tell you what song I, that's been in my rotation very heavy lately Stay when and, and Shaka Khan and Rufus that song mm-hmm. Stay like mm-hmm. listen to like her, her vocals are so bold and just bombastic in, in that in that song Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, brother. You say who? Bold, bombastic. I never have heard of that. (laughs) Bombastic. Mm -hmm. Wow. I like the way it sounds, though. You you hear it and it's saying something. Maybe we should add add word of the day instead of uh, quote of the day. (laughs) Come on. Mm, but yeah, those are those are my four. Um, oh, you you gonna be a little? I, I can't guess yours. Take a stab at it. Um. Oh God, Chris. 
I'm gonna try one. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to guess one. Okay. For some reason, I don't know why Marvin Gaye is hitting my spirit. I can see that, but mm-mm. no. Okay. All right. What 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 you got? James Brown. Now, how the hell? How the hell? I know you're sitting over there like, come on, Mika. Now, come I, de- I definitely <laughs> thought that was the first one you was going to say. Damn. Okay. Ja- James Brown, Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. D'Angelo, oh. and my honorable mention would be Jay-Z. That's 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 you. The mix. Mm-hmm. The life. James Brown for his presence and his dedication to his business. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta think like along with him and Sam Cook, like these dudes had the foresight to do things that have not really been duplicated in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how many artists can you say, specifically black artists, that had and have possession of their own masters? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a common thing today. Yeah. So Sam had it. Sam Cooke had it. James Brown. Um, and it, and I always look at this like I said when you're playing musical jenga. If you take if you take James Brown. Out of that pile, that pile falls down. Mm-hmm. Because he set the framework for what we now call hip-hop. Yeah, he did. Because it's a lot of songs where he wasn't singing at all. He was he was talking over the hook. <laughs> Damn how I missed him. Uh, Luther Vandross, honestly, just for his soul. Yeah. Like, and he had a presence and could perform. But and, his presence was, when I think of you, it's um, there's a softness about his presence that speaks loud. It's like a, a it, it, it's what I would call presence, right? Because it, it, when you are, when you have a presence, you that means you're in the moment. Mm, yeah, and and Luther was one of those performers who took his time with the performance. He wasn't. It was a show. And he made sure everybody in that audience or listening to that record or listening to that tape was going to get every bit of vocal and be glad they came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And he just had some fire, like fire, fire, fire hits. Um, and to me, it's hard to it's hard to like, and, and I could, because I, I could take that in a different direction by choosing groups, but it says an artist. So I would, again, Luther. And the reason why I say D'Angelo, because he is that transitional artist for me. Because think about it. We were getting the groups like, you know, Joe to see and boys to men and ideal and, you know, after seven. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot, a lot of great acts in the early to mid nineties. R. Kelly, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. But D'Angelo, so this is why I say it when you said uh, Marvin Gaye, D'Angelo 
was that transitional artist who put the soul mm. back into R&B. Come on. Because you got to look like, right, uh, Erica Badu and D'Angelo were like thing one and thing two transitioning Mm-hmm. music back to soul hence where they get the term neo soul yes that wasn't a thing until those artists came along hmm. and erica you know in the early to mid 90s i think she's what 90 94 and d'angelo is on her heels in 95 because brown sugar is still in heavy rotation it's not a lot of ooh, it's not ooh. a lot of cds that i could put on and i still listen to from track one to the final track yeah now we we don't we don't have those anymore. <laughs> we we don't. I mean it's one it's it's one album that comes to mind. Um and I want to say Division was one of their tracks was uh in the right key song. But Division had two albums. I think it was their first two albums. I don't know if it's day or one. I'm still confused. Um that I could put on and just let ride. But mm. we really, that's that's so rare now. We really don't, we're not getting music like that anymore. Mm-mm. People aren't delivering music like that anymore. Mm-mm. But, um, hmm. I don't know why the word life just keeps, I just keep hearing that. Life, all of those artists represents life. Well, truthfully, all those artists represent, a, again, a pivotal and transition, tra- transitional point in my life. Because mm-hmm. D'Angelo is definitely, he came along, you know, right as I'm graduating high school. So I'm literally going from boyhood to manhood. Yeah. Because I was, you know, 18, 19 years old, riding around, listening to Brown Sugar, where most guys was listening to rap music and Too Short and all this other stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, MJG and Eight Ball and UGK and all these guys. I and not in Master P, honestly, and and you know the Hot Boys. I not to say that I didn't have those records, but you know, every now and then, I was like, I got to turn that down and turn this up. Come on, I was just about to say, <laughs> and turn it up. Yeah, I remember a young lady jumped in my car one day and I'm listening to the As Yet album. Mm. Needless to say how that night went. Hey. Hey, come on. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like my boy Montel used to say, you got to get your groove on before you cook it. <laughs> come on, man. But yeah, when I saw that, I say, man, I got to shut this with Chris because it, it's just... It's so appropriate for the vibe that we have here, man. I mean, because we talk about music. I mean, we got a whole segment dedicated to music. And um, I just thought it'd be fun. Truth. Yeah, man. Shit, I'm looking at these names and I'm like, shit, I need to put this. I need to slap this on a mug, honey. (laughs) Mm. Because it's just, it's me right now. It's it's me. Mm. But um, yeah. Um, since we already in the flow of music, we we might as well go on and 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 shall uh, in the right key. Um, I went back 
went back a little bit to 2003 for this one here. Uh, what you know by Anthony Hamilton? The first album? Coming from where I come from. Hey. Yes. And the song that I, I got to share is uh, Since I Seen You. Mika? <laughs> Mika? Yes. <laughs> that listen, it, it's it's certain songs, and I, I can share mine from D'Angelo since we're doing it that way. But coming from where I come from, and since I seen you, mm-hmm. we've been people. Yes, you my equal. Huh? I love it. See, listen, girl, I, that song oh. that that boom boom. Yes. What did he say? <laughs> you bought the flyest thing, girl. That, that man. life has ever. Man, I love that song. That's that's one of my favorite all time songs. Yes. Mm. Since since I seen you. Seen. Man, nah, that's one of my favorite. I wanna be with you. Just the way he set that song up. Yeah. Mm. Like recreation, I wanna. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's my in the right key. And I actually remember, surprisingly, when I first heard that. And let, let, uh, let, let's let's do it like this. Verse one, because I had to look it up real quick. Verse oh, one. You, you got the lyrics. You bought the flyest thing <laughs> that life could ever bring. Uh-huh. Like fresh air to me, the blood I bleed sent to me, and I want to build with you. Come on now. <laughs> then he hit him with the chorus. The chorus, since I seen you, we've been people. Hey. You're my equal. This love is see-through. Ooh. I want to keep you. Hey. I want to be mm-hmm. with come on now mm-hmm. and he take it down low like oh man I was riding to Gainesville and I want to say if I remember correctly 
I was on my way, or we were on our way to Drea's graduation. Mm. And I was riding the car. I, you met you met our car, uh, our cousin Marcus, right? Uh, I believe so. Or you heard about him? Definitely. My, my uncle's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. We were riding with him, me and the kids, and uh, he playing it. And I'm like, man, wait a minute, who who is this? Yeah, you about to I make... actually was shocked he was listening to it because you know his lifestyle. You know, I'm... again, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, these guys got to be some bad dudes. Yeah, but that was the first time. That was the first time I, I heard that album. That whole on the that, road, that whole Head song, that, that whole song is a vibe in and of itself. Yeah, man. Mm, well, man, you cut your lights down. Man, pull you up something to sip on, whatever, and in something to, <laughs> yeah. Well, since we taking it back, mm-hmm. and I mentioned D'Angelo is one of my all time favorite artists. I'm gonna take something from his second album, Voodoo. One of my favorite songs, if it's not my favorite, because I have so many favorites off of that, but it's if I had a one A one B, one more again, and and that first because I love the way that song starts. It starts with this slow melodic beat. It's like do 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 and he starts this song by speaking to the girl. Trying to think, I'm looking it up now because I'm trying to. I feel like I should know this. So this one is kind of sort of in the same melody and format of "Since I Seen You." He starts the song. The verse, verse one goes, "I know some things have changed since the last." And he starts, "I've seen you, uh-huh. some good, some for the bad, baby." <laughs> And all I know is I can't complain. Mm. And then he hits him with, that's what I've been through, baby. And but this see, is called One More Again. And he hits you with, with, but see, you reminds me of the precious times we had. Then he goes into the chorus. Mm. I wondered all this time about how you've been. And I hope by chance I'd see you once again. Mm. I'd love to kiss your lips, baby, once again. I'd love to hold you tight, girl, baby, one more again. One more again. One more again. See, this is I why. I like how he spelled it. I'm sitting here looking at it. You listen, got me going to press play. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because this is this is black vernacular. <laughs> Since I seen you, mm. <laughs> one more.
Understand the difference between once again and one more again. <laughs> yes. Mm. See, mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm saying. Even within the confines of the United States of America, we have created a vernacular, a language that is our own, and for us is universal. Yeah. We know yeah. what these things mean. Mm. Such powerful songs. Yes. God damn it. I'm gonna tell you, hey, soon as we go ahead. Soon as we done, cause I, I, I got to hear it now. <laughs> I didn't pull it up. I'm saying here looking. I don't know why I don't know that. Oh man, you it, or so, maybe once I hear it, it, it. As soon as you hear it, as soon as you hear that beat, do 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 you're gonna be like, man. Mm. Oh my 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 the power of music. Amen. Such a beautiful thing. Honey, because I, I was in a whole nother zone. A whole nother zone. Somewhere yeah. away from here. And what's, cra- <laughs> what's crazy is talking about it just lifted my spirits. Yeah. Talking about these songs. Not even listening to the song. Mm-hmm. But talking about the song and reading the lyrics, that, uh, that alone elevated my spirits. And that's why I'm saying this is why this stuff is so important. Yeah. These guys and these women that per- that perform these beautiful arts for us is 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 medicinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And this is why I'm again. That's why I'm saying like we got to be mindful of the stuff that we're putting in our bodies, even down to choosing the right music to listen to. Yep. Because I listen to some of the things that these kids listening to today, and I'm like, mm, I see why y'all in the condition y'all in. Okay, for real. Just straight foolery. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, mm. we could talk about music for three hours. We sure could. <laughs> well, I did have a few things sort of run down, but we have ran down so much. And actually, what I want to share is not even on my list, but I, I just had to tell you. Um, so, over the weekend, we checked out two movies. Mm-hmm. One of them was Spell mm-hmm. with Omari. I've been I've been saying Hatterick. The man name is Hardwick. I don't know why the hell. I I mean, I just always want to call him Ghost anyway, but he does have a real name. Uh, Spell and 
Antebellum. Am I saying that right? With Janelle Monet? Yes, and I haven't seen either. Wow. So, so I, I was about to say. New. So these are going to be so one, one-sided conversations because I haven't seen either. <laughs> well, then I ain't going to take it too far. I, I didn't want us to take it too, too far anyway, sure. but um, I just knew. I said, man, I know Kristen's seen these, but um, man, and we watched both of them back to back. Now, Spell, I'm sorry, I had to we we had to burn the stage while watching. Because <laughs> you got to be careful, you know, what you, like you're saying to your point about being mm-hmm. careful. And what you, you allow into. Be careful mm-hmm. what, you, what you allow, what you bring into mm-hmm. the atmosphere of your home. Mm-hmm. And even though these things are real, these practices and these things, mm-hmm. and I think she called herself, Loretta Devine called herself a root maker. Mm-hmm. somebody like this stuff is real you know so yeah that sage was going and I did sage the whole house afterwards too because hey listen you just got to be careful Um, there was some scenes in antebellum that was a little too much for my spirit I had to kind of turn my head you know when it when they took us back and forth uh, to the set the slavery scenes um, it was it was just a little too a little too heavy for me. Um, well, what a lot of folks don't understand, and I know we are very, very in tune to our spiritual beings as well as we are our mental and our physical beings. People don't understand, but no, slavery was a cult. And with that cult came the rituals. Mm-hmm. And with that, the, the you know, the uh, sexual abuse, the lynchings, Mm-hmm. These are sacrifices, throwing babies uh, to alligators, hangings. Yeah. These were blood sacrifices. And people don't understand that. People do not take that stuff serious. Like you going back to even like earlier to like the, the, the Salem witch hunts. Like this, this, people, people love to talk not not us but you know uh-huh. a, a certain demographic of this society here in America loves to talk about the quote unquote good old days well which good old days are we talking about because this country <laughs> has a history uh-huh. that's very dark and they, they, they oh this is not who we are what the hell are y'all talking about what kind of America y'all been living in <laughs> we just seen last year a man get murdered on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to the 90s with Rodney King. We seen mm. them damn near murder that man on TV. I sure did. But we seen this cop snuff out George Floyd on TV. Mm-hmm. That is a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go it's back and you, you well, you go back you, exactly, that's my point. You go back and you you read your books about the sacrifices that these people were making to the quote-unquote gods back in the day in ancient Rome and in Egypt and, and uh, you know, in the Aztec uh, Mesoamerica down in Mexico and you, oh man, these people, they were savages. They were like, and, and we're not? <laughs> and we not okay. savages? We not? We, we pretending that we not? We pretending hmm. that we don't go here and see all this violence yeah. that's pro- propagated and promoted through these social platforms? Things like mm-hmm. world star, and this is my point. 
This is my point about how black blood and black bodies are feeding the machine. Mm. So yes, you are one thousand percent correct, and well within your right mind to sage the hell out of that house. Make, say, make a, <laughs> a second pass at it while you're doing it. <laughs> make sure the windows open so them, the spirits got to go. Come on, don't get me started on it. <laughs> oh man, but they um, both were very good movies. Um, I enjoyed the both of them. And uh, you let me know now when you check them out. I'm going to check them out. But have you seen, since we're bringing up beautiful movies, have you seen One Night in Miami, produced and directed by Regina King? I have not. Okay. I have seen, I've seen it while, you know, hunting for something to look, you know, to watch. But I have not. I can't wait till you check it out. And you know I'm gonna put it in my life, Jessica. You say it. I can't wait till you check it out. Cause what? <laughs> and I'll just give you the premise of the movie. Won't tell you what it's about, but I'm just gonna give you the premise. Just imagine one night in Miami, in a given time, you have probably four of the most powerful, prominent black figures in American society at the time. You have Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and Jim Brown. Mm. in one room discussing how they are going to individually and collectively push black people into the future. Wow. And you want to talk about some real talk conversations? They was having some real talk conversations. Hmm. I'm going to check it out. Because it shows you, like that's one thing that I loved about this movie. This movie is going to show you that we're all very diverse. Like People like to approach and talk about black people like with this one thing, like with this monolith. <laughs> but you, you even see mm-hmm. back then how different those dudes were. Like yeah. how very, very distinct and very, very different each and every one of them were. And they were coming from different paths. Like Muhammad Ali, obviously a boxer. Malcolm X, uh, a political figure. Uh, Jim Brown was a football player and Sam Cooke was a recording artist. Mm. And all, all four of them definitely had an impact on black life, black culture, and even civil rights within their own oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's One Night in Miami. One right? Night in Miami. You can find it on Amazon Prime. Right. One time for the movies now. And a shout out to Regina King for doing her thing. Yes. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in my life. Yeah. Going on, Black Queen now. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, for the sake of time, like I said, I, I did have some other things written down, but see, that's that's one thing that I love about the flow of Wednesday Groove because well, we can get... let's do the rundown. We'll do what they call a lightning round. You throw out the topic, and I will tell you what I think about it. For the sake of time, we can get this. Okay. We can do. Okay. We we can get this done in five minutes. Okay, I like the way you're moving now. All right, so uh, 
Okay. Um, the busted challenge. Tragic. <laughs> okay. And the reason why I say it's tragic, again, I get it. It's to pay homage to pretty creative song, historically speaking, and I get that is you know, made by a new artist, but it's paying homage to, you know, Nelly Houghton here, which is mm-hmm. almost what, almost 20 years old now. Um, exactly. So, but the reason why I say it's tragic, because again, here's what I'm saying. Now, I'm not, I'm not one to tell a woman what to do with her body, but we can't have it both ways. And this is where we got to be very, very careful in, in this society. Come on. You can't have it both <laughs> ways. You can't sell sex and then get mad when people yeah. hyper-sexualized and over-sexualized. Like, you can't get mad. You're talking right, like, though. I, and, and as a woman, I agree with you. Well, I had a problem. So, and this is what I'm saying. I had a very big problem with people talking about they were creeped out when Megan Thee Stallion was on her social media shaking her ass and then Shaq go in her comments and was like, I'm watching that booty. And people talking about, oh, I'm creeped out. I'm creeped out. I'm like, she's on social media shaking her ass. Why are you creeped out? He's doing what all the rest of y'all are doing. He's watching her shake her butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because because he's in his forties. Because I mean, Shaq is older, but he's not that old. You know. I mean, I, if Megan was you know fourteen, fifteen, shaking her ass, and he went on there and said, "Watching my," uh, <laughs> I I get it. Although I'm saying the same thing because she shouldn't be on social media shaking her ass if she don't want people to be watching that booty. But right. she's she's a grown ass woman on social media shaking her ass for millions of people to see, and Shaq just happened to jump in her comments and say, "Watching that booty." I'm like, uh, li- "Listen, there are much more things to 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 go up and smoke about." But this is yeah, this is why black men got to be very particular on how they carry themselves. Yes, it's true. And then I think because I just made this comment the other day, I'm I'm scrolling through. Uh, I was on Instagram. And I get it, you know, as a woman, because I'm, I'm learning to love me. Right. And I, and I get it. Sometimes you might be in a, in a mood of, of, you know, being sensual or what, but it's, it's, it's the way that's not sensual. I was just about to say, there's a difference between being sexy and sexual. Yeah. There's a big difference between being sexy and being sexual. Yeah, because it's just and it and I'm and I see this post and it's of her working out, but it, it's the it's the way she had the the, the camera. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, uh, again, all you see is I'm just and I said, see, this is why. Mm-hmm. And then you'll you'll make a post talking about niggas need to stay out your DM, but but look at what look at what you're look at what you're doing. Look at the setup. As they would say, in order to catch a certain fish, you need to use a certain bait. Mm. So you can't be mad because you're catching thirsty trout when you're setting thirsty traps. (laughs) (laughs) You better say that. I just made that one up. I need to write that one down. Come on, you better now. Yeah, you out here catching these thirsty trout, but I'm like, you setting thirst traps. What you what you what you want the men to do? Yeah, and I mean, when I was posting workout videos and things, I would even be 
would be so cautious and aware of, well, let me make sure because I don't want this to look a certain because this that that's not me. But I think my audience knows me. So even though I was posting, you know, videos, and of course I know men are watching, but I didn't have nobody. Even prior to my relation, I didn't have people in my inbox like that. Now, if it was somebody who I knew personally and who I might have spoken to on a regular, might say a little something. But just for random. Okay, I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna say it because we keep it a buck on here, yeah. We all know you thicker than a snicker. It's all good. <laughs> Your workout posts have never been sexually suggestive. <laughs> like ever. Even though you out there working out with tights. And I get and again, I'm a man, so I understand the male imagination. It's gonna run with whatever it wanna run with. Yeah. But that's on them, not on you. You can't be on IG showing your monkey paw off. <laughs> and, and then get mad because people in your DM then turn your damn DM off, or better yet, don't show your monkey paw. Come on. Like, guess what? what yeah, you won't you won't catch no you won't catch no thirsty trout if you ain't setting no thirsty traps. How about that? I so agree. And we as women, we we really have to look at how we showing up on social media. You know what I'm saying? We really do. I remember going on, I did an in real life with Anquiette. And she she was flipping out because I was I was showing my arms. I had on like a spaghetti strap. It was cut down, you know, a little bit. And she like, wait, hold on. Because I'm always covered. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think when your audience knows you and knows the type of person you are, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we, we as women, we have to be careful. We got to be careful how we show up on social media. We really do. And if, and if the way you showing up ain't got nothing to do with what message you delivering, your overall message you got to be careful. Well, most of those overall messages, even though they are promoting very sexually suggestive messages, is, like I said, just an attention grab. It's look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah, but I mean, your, your, your message and what you put, like, your overall, it, it, it got to be aligned. You can't be talking about this one day over here. And then the next day, you come in with something total, complete opposite. It's not aligned. It's not in flow. I agree. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. You was just here two days ago. Did I miss something? Like, I'm I'm lost. But anywho. All right. So my next one is uh, Plies. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Master P had a line said that, that said only cars get brand new grills. <laughs> <laughs> well, Master P, Master P, honestly, did never, never, never brand in the plies. No, I, I mean, listen, I love it. Um, he so, and I read one of the comments where somebody said it took about ten years off of him, and it really did. Mm. Now, you and I both grew up in Florida, so we know the significance of gold teeth and a grill. 
and being and, and more so more importantly slugs <laughs> Come on. right them gold slugs so we understand that that's a cultural thing Ooh-wee. but mm. yeah i mean i i think what it shows and honestly i, I and there's a reason why i say i love it because it shows what it should show growth and maturation in a, in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a human being yep my my last episode uh i spoke about it and you know i I spoke about them goals because you know i'm one of them i was just it's just something about gold teeth that just moved me in a way that you know what i'm saying like I, i just it just does something to me um and you know, it, it is, and I don't mean to cut you off, but what's hilarious about that? It, I think in men, it has the exact opposite because I do not want to see a woman all slugged out. I just like, <laughs> I don't even. I'm like, if I talk to a girl and she got an open face, I'm like, mm-mm, keep it, keep. Tell, hey, girl, take my order and keep it moving. I don't. Mm-mm. Well, listen. Speaking of open faces, <laughs> I shared on the episode that when I was in high school, I begged Mama D. I wanted an open face. I just want, and, and I talked it down to the cow. Mom, I could take it on and off. She said, uh uh-uh, uh, no, we not. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's a bit much. And I mean, looking back now that I'm a grown ass woman, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't do anything permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was just a phase, but. I did. I did want an open face or two. I sure did. And that's the thing that I wanted to say, though, even though I commend Plies for moving on, those although he paid for them, are not his real teeth. And people don't understand the destructive damage that getting gold slugs put in your mouth cause because they have to shave your teeth down to make room for those those gold slugs to go in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't spend all that time twinkling my gold anyway, putting that poison in my mouth just so I got shiny teeth. So. <laughs> I will tell you, though, he does look younger, but to me, he already... I mean, because his skin looks good. I mean, he already looks like... Yeah, he got a baby face, for sure. Yeah, looks like he, take, and, he takes and he, care And he go along with us, which is funny. Like, he goes along with us. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I, I read, a, um, I think it was... I don't think it was a funeral post. I think it was the post that he actually showed his new smile. And he got the hashtag, new smile, new plies, a new plies new smile and uh somebody say oh, he really looked like kirk franklin now i'm like man well people just come on man yeah he don't look nothing i mean he they're they're kirk franklin ish i'm not finna because <laughs> i mean now kirk franklin don't look like kirk franklin he don't so. he looked like a i'm gonna leave that alone I really, I don't know if something happened, Chris. Like, yeah, something happened. He, sick or something? No, like, Kurt Franklin went and put that damn dye in his head, man. Like, listen, don't go get. But his face, his face looks different. His face, well, I, I don't. I, it, I, it looks a little bit more swole. Like, I don't, I don't know. Something just well, don't. Yeah. It ain't. It don't. Quarantine ain't nice for everybody. Well, this was. This was prior to quarantine. Uh, he just, I don't know. And I said, did he get some work done on his face? Could be. Did I, he get I, I some, haven't seen some cheek fillers or something. I haven't did seen he... him. Oh, please don't tell me he went and did what the weekend did. Have mercy. Well, I don't know what he did, but Kirk Franklin go look, looked like he... go look up the weekend and hit me back. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Next, yeah. next topic. 
that that's all I had. Oh, okay. Perfect. That's all I had. Um oh, I did have this too. So I read a tweet today, I think it was a little Duval, uh, tweeted, So what y'all fake caring about today? I know that's right. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, that that was all I had for the rundown. That was it. Um the plug. This week, I want to say that I am working on for truth moment on a kind of like a, a where are they now? I want to catch up with a few guests that have been on before and because um, I'm still connected to some folks and it's some people out here really making some moves, you know, and, and life looks different from when they were on truth moment, you know, some time ago. Um, so yeah, that's something that, that I'm working on a, a, where are they now? And I'm also bringing back boys to men. Mm. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I've done some reaching out and, um, I felt like it was time. It was time to bring it back. Yeah. So, yeah. And then also, um, in real life conversations is this Sunday, January the 24th. Um, you guys can meet us over on our new Instagram home at In Real Life Convo uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are discussing five things to incorporate into your 2021. Mm. And that's all I have for the plug this week. And what an illuminating plug it was. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. I got nothing, so we can keep it moving. Well, you ain't have to try to slide by like that now, Chris. I, well, I, I I didn't want you to spend no time on it. I know we, we run, I know we're running <laughs> up on the clock, so I don't wanna. <laughs> I want I, I want to respect your time and the the time of the listeners. <laughs> All right. Um. And so we've arrived at the thought of the day, and. My thought of the day, I'm actually finna freestyle this thing. I love it when you do that. Come on. Um, Oh, God, because I got about five things going on right now. (laughs) Uh... Be careful how you show up because someone's always watching. Woof. <laughs> That's my thought of the day. And if I wanted to remix it a little bit, I'll say be careful how you show up because the universe is always watching. Amen to that one. Yeah. And I'll add to it, be careful what you say because the universe is always listening. Hmm. And more importantly, it only says yes. Oh, <laughs> oh so you better be careful. So you better be careful. <laughs> it only says yes. Come on. So when you're thinking it, seeing it, being it, and saying it, you better be very specific. Mm. I know that's right. And And last thing, but not least, don't ask for 
what you're not willing to be. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second here. Hold on one motherfucking minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Can you repeat that, please? Don't ask for what you're not willing to be, what you're not willing to give, or what you're not willing to do. Oh, so you added. I did. <laughs> Yeah, it added to what I already was trying to process. Let, let me, can I rewind to, do you have HBO? You have access to HBO? I do. Please watch the Tiger Woods documentary. That's something else I want to bring up. Okay. Please. Let me write it down. Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods, y'all. Oof. Mm. My boy's out here getting it in. <laughs> hey, you said that's on HBO. HBO, yep. Okay. All right. Well, I guess let me let me quickly give my thought of the day. My thought of the day is again a grown. Oh wait, that one. That no, 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 no. I just had. Well, I want. I, I want to ad lib with yours. I, I I want everybody to be cautious because again, like I said, I know we about to get a new president and we about to start a new, like you know, thing in America. I I just want my people, our people, to be very mindful and cognizant of what's going on. Like I said before. So I, my, my advice to those, I know I see a lot and I know you've seen a lot of memes about, you know, waiting on the $600 check and all this stuff. Instead of out here waiting on the check, go make a check. <laughs> Come on. It's too much opportunity out here in the world. And last time I checked, they ain't never stopped printing money. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, you heard what the man said, folks. Get your ass out there and make that money. Go get it. They're giving it away. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, you want to take us on up out of here, Pop Brothers? Absolutely. There's room. We're going to have a benediction. Uh, there's room. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, as my illustrious, beautiful co-host of Wednesday Groove always puts us in the right mindset, the right vibration. Vibration, I don't know what word I just said. You said vibration? <laughs> um, I, I want to leave that parting shot with all the listeners out here. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of your people. Take care of your business. You know, i seen a meme that says this, and I guess this is the note that I can leave us on. Last year was 2020. And if we think about what this year is about, 2021, I know that's going over a lot of people's head. So a lot of people fail during 2020. But when you say this year, 2021. Mm. So that means this year is your year. Because last year, 2021, they it, it won that round. You win this round. Come on. So as they say where I'm from, make this year your best year. <laughs> well, it's a group thing. It's got a funky sway. Well, it's a group thing, a group 